Welcome to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. I hope that you are enjoying the chilling tales and that they send shivers down your back. We are about to find out how the lives of Peter and Olivia are going to be changed forever in a tale I call Drum. And for you musicians, Grave Tempo. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. <laughs> Peter and his girlfriend, Olivia, both played instruments in the city's symphony. Peter played percussion instruments, various kinds, such as snare, timpani, Cymbals, bongos, you name it. Olivia played the flute, all three of them. And sometimes the bass flute. They also did private parties, fancy dinners, weddings, usually with members of the string section. That is how they met. A lot in common. Love to laugh. <laughs> good horror movies. <laughs> philosophical discussions and looking at antiques. Anything and everything from furniture to lamps and everything in between. Entering one of the shops they usually frequent, Samuel, the owner, knew who they were, and when he saw them, he said, Hi, Peter and Olivia. If you need anything, just holler, and I will come out. I just received a new shipment of things. Peter nodded and said, Thank you. After looking around for a bit, nothing new was to be seen. Peter called out to Samuel, to tell him they were leaving. Samuel came out and said, Okay, sounds good, but maybe come back on Thursday. I should have all of the new stuff out, and some of the stuff that hasn't sold yet go into storage for a bit. Again, Peter said, Sounds like a plan. After Thursday's rehearsal, walking back home from the concert hall, Olivia said they should go to Samuel's Antique Shop to look at the new stuff. Peter replied, It's funny how we call the old stuff new, even though it isn't, but it's new to us. So does anything really get old? Olivia looked at him and said, That sounds like a philosophical discussion. He chuckled. The bell on the door rang once more as they entered the antique store. Samuel was there and once again, told them to look around as much as they want, and if they need him, just call out. Starting to look around, both Peter and Olivia could definitely tell there were a lot of new items, everything from soup to nuts. They both took their time and looked through toys, old models, too much to see. After looking at everything, Olivia had picked out a very old statue of an angel. They couldn't quite make out the name of the angel due to the lettering having been rubbed smooth over the years. 
as they approach the counter to possibly negotiate with Samuel a better price, Peter caught a flash of something reflecting the sunlight. Walking to where he saw the light in behind some antique chairs and other pieces of furniture was a box. Moving the chairs out of the way and the other pieces of furniture, Peter grabbed the box by one of its handles. It was heavy. He pulled on the handle and the box slid forward. Pulling again, the box slid out even further and he was able to pick it up and carry it to the counter. Peter tried to put the box down gently, but the weight was a little much when he got to the counter. There was a thud as he placed the box on the counter to which he said, Sorry. There were a couple of oohs and ahs from Olivia and Samuel. (gasps) Peter asked if Samuel knew what this was. Samuel shook his head and said, not really, in that he didn't remember it being on the shipping manifest. The box was made of copper. However, the patina that formed on its surface was old and protecting the copper from corrosion. The flash was from a section of where the patina must have been rubbed off during transport. The box measured 20 inches long by 10 inches high and 8 inches deep. There was an extremely rusted padlock on it. Everyone looked at each other and wondered how they were going to open it. Samuel put on a pair of gloves, grabbed the padlock, and pulled. The mechanism in the padlock must have disintegrated over the years. Pulling the padlock off, Samuel opened the box. A bitter smell came out when the lid was opened. Harsh, acidic, with a hint of putrid. After a couple of coughs, he reached in and pulled out what looked like a Bauron drum. He placed it on the counter. Next was a piece of bone carved with symbols. Peter mentioned that that must be the percussion mallet. The end that you hold was wrapped in what looked like leather, and the other end, a ball, carved into it. Neither Samuel or Peter could distinguish what kind of bone it was. Looking at it, Peter asked if he could pick it up. Samuel gave him a pair of gloves. After putting on the gloves, Peter picked up the percussion mallet and examined it. No one knew what the symbols were that were carved on it. He then looked at the drum. He was amazed that the skin of the drum looked in perfect condition. The skin was affixed to the wood frame with what looked like braided horsehair. Peter placed the drum back on the counter. Then Samuel told them that there was something else in the box. Reaching in, he pulled out a white somewhat cylindrical piece of bone. Again, no one could distinguish what kind of bone it was. Olivia's interest was now piqued. Samuel handed the piece of bone to Peter and gave Olivia a pair of gloves to put on. Peter handed the piece to Olivia and she began inspecting it. She was looking for initials or markings to identify who carved it, but there was nothing. She noticed that the end looked similar to a mouthpiece or beak of a flute. 
There were eight finger holes, seven on front of the body and one in the back. It definitely was a flute, Olivia mentioned, then asking Samuel for a tape measure. Having one under the counter, he handed it to Olivia. Carefully measuring it, the flute was 17 inches long. Handing the tape measure back to Samuel, Olivia mentioned that she knew antler and bone have been used to make flutes from 60,000 years ago, but she had never seen one where the carving was so precise. She said it was almost difficult to believe it was carved by a person. Peter let out a chuckle and added that maybe it was the same alien race that made the pyramids. Olivia looked at him and rolled her eyes. She handed it back to Samuel, who replaced everything back into the box, including the drum and percussion mallet. Peter asked how much would Samuel want for the box and its contents. Shrugging his shoulders, Samuel told him he wasn't sure and wanted to do a bit of investigating before giving Peter a price. Peter nodded, understanding, but asked Samuel to give them the first option to purchase, upon which they shook hands. Leaving the store, Olivia and Peter walked home and talked about what was in the box and where to put the angel.